Hi, welcome back. I am a little bit biased and I am excited to say that I'm excited for today's episode. It is a topic that I have found myself avoiding, which means fearful, of talking about just because I know that it's a conversation that many of us maybe might have had or are reading about. But it's a conversation that I haven't had with you. I've mentioned the word archetype. I've mentioned the word shadows. But I've actually never talked about them in an informative, educative, and example-driven way. And so today's episode, I really want to kind of talk about what shadow archetypes are what archetypes are so what is a shadow archetype but before that what is an archetype period i also want to talk about how when we work with our shadow archetypes what happens how do we work with them and what are some of the things that we need to know in order to understand any of this right because it's a really intangible concept so I'm gonna ask us to make a commitment now and that is a commitment to be curious to be you know um, able to put ourselves in what we're hearing in a way that we can derive value from today's conversation so if I'm sharing something can you see how that matches in your world or does it match, right? Not, you know, saying yay or nay, but staying curious about, oh, wait, that matches and letting ourselves to get curious there. And in the areas that don't match, letting ourselves be curious there as well. So why am I even like going here, right? I've been talking a lot about journey to self a six-week discovery-based digital course that i'm launching in february and set to start in march and i've already started to put together the concepts and the modules which you could also call chapters of this course and the first module is about relationship with others And here I'm going to really dive into codependency, some practices, some tools, and some stories to help you meet your codependency. In module two, I talk about relationship with self and I start some of that healing process for us. And I again provide tools, practices, and concepts that need to be heard. And so throughout the course, we're peeling an onion. We're starting at the layer of the personality, which is the layer of our relationship with others, and we're going deeper and deeper and deeper. So imagine that we're now in the third layer of our onion, of our journey inward, and that's the layer of becoming aware of our shadows, our shadow archetypes, right? So that's why I'm talking about it. So let me start by explaining some of the things that we need to kind of like know and talk about before I keep going. So when I talk about shadows, I am now starting to take us 
as I said, journeying inward. And the reality is, guys, we are energy first. This is where my science-ness comes through. If we think about the atom, staying curious, the atom is made of subatomic particles. And these subatomic particles, if we remember from our 7th grade science class, are protons, neutrons, and electrons. I don't, I'm not going to quiz you on the protons being positive, the neutrons being neutral, and the electrons being negative. <laughs> but there's your pop quiz. But there's another, you know, piece to this atom that I need to share Before I keep going back into the atom, I want to talk about the way that atoms interact in our life. Everything is made up of atoms. The clothes you're wearing, the the car you're in, the shoes you have on, you, your organs, your body, we're all made up of atoms. But it's how these atoms relate to one another how their relationship is that we talk about the states of matter, right? We have liquid. The particles are loosely connected, sliding past one another. We talk about gas. The atoms are bouncing off of each other. Their relationship is free. We talk about the solid state of matter. Your atoms are vibrating at that level, right? So atoms exist everywhere. But actually, an atom is not the smallest unit of matter, of existence. It's actually those subatomic particles and possibly even the energy that's keeping them together, right? And so when we go past matter and we find where it derives from, it is moving particles that if you were to look at them are waves, Right? They're moving. They're constantly moving, even in a solid state of matter. There is movement. There is energy. And these movements of particles create waves, which we refer to as energy. So when we start talking about our shadows, we're not talking about the physical body, the physical personality, matter, right? We're talking about maybe the form of gas or the way that atoms interact at a deeper level. I kind of need us to walk away from the idea that we are our bodies, that we're only this body and we're only what we see. We're deeper than that. I need to say that to you because It's through disidentifying with the reality that we are only our body that we can begin the process of accepting truth, of accepting our real reality, that we are more than these bodies and that there's actually a lot we haven't been taught and there's a lot that we need to learn in order for us to journey inward back to our sense of self, our true real selves. And so... What I want to talk about now is a little bit of a story, right? If, if you've known me from my podcast, from being younger, I was constantly fighting 
my reality. I was constantly in resistance and I was always hiding from my fears. And I want to start to share how actually our fears can be dropped into four categories. And you're like, Danica, stop playing. And I'm like, genuinely, four categories. Imagine how beautiful life would be if we could put our fears into four categories. And we're like, okay, I can do this, right? So we're taking something that's, you know, it could be varied, but we're, we're putting it into little categories to help us in our journey of meeting and clearing our fears to reintegrate ourselves to who we are and who we were always meant to be. So now that I've shared that we are energy first before our physical body, and that the things that we're fighting, our fears can be put into four categories. There's two points that I've made. There's the point that we're energy and then there's a point that there, we could take our fears and put them into four categories. So I just want to make that super clear for us. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep adding to our box of newness, of awareness. And this new box is about... <laughs> how we might have come to be and that was before we took our human form again these are all ideologies these are all um, works from the work of caroline miss and you can research her after or or while you're listening in and she shares that before we came to be we had a contract with creator god universe and we made this contract and in order to help us fulfill this contract we signed on the terms and conditions to have some archetypes some patterns and identities to help us fulfill our purpose help us meet our divine self meet our divine mission and plan whoa right Danica stop playing no 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 keep going with me here but what about free will? Absolutely. Free will is our fight with self. Free will is our fight with our fears. That's free will. It's how do we choose to interact with our fears? How do we choose to interact with our divine mission and archetype? I hope this is all kind of piecing together. So I'm going to go back and reflect. We've talked about us being energy first we've talked about the fact that our fear can be categorized in four sections and we've not talked about how we actually committed to a sacred contract that within the sacred contract gave us archetypes to help us fulfill our purpose whoa let's keep going i'm gonna stop with all the commentary but i think it's quite fun so now that we have these three set ideas, I want to talk about how our contract actually had to sign in our four shadow archetypes. Remember I was talking about fear being categorized? Here it is. The four categories of fear, also known as our shadow archetypes, is the shadow of the child, the shadow of the victim, the shadow of the prostitute, 
and the shadow of the saboteur. Every single being on earth has these four shadow archetypes, these four experiences with fear that we can either avoid, fight, resist, or we can integrate them and turn them into our guardians. You heard that right. You can turn your fear, your shadow, into your guardian to help you in your mission. Hallelujah, right? Hallelujah. So all along, I was actually meant to be okay with my fear. Yes. Yes. We weren't ever meant to fight it. That's what we've been taught. That's what we've been told. If we're afraid of that thing, don't go to the thing. Don't talk to people because that's scary. We don't do that. We don't give up our security and go after our dreams because that's scary and we don't want to feel fear. Quite the opposite. It's through our fear that we integrate. So what happens then when we identify what fears, really what shadows are present for us? What happens when we become aware or if we start working with them, yeah? So by becoming aware... I've talked about this before. We introduce this this phenomenon of the observation effect. And really what the observation effect concluded in scientific studies is that by simply observing, we change. Scientists were observing a molecule and any time a scientist went and observed the molecule, the atom, it responded it responded to the observer, right? Which is two-parted, right? So the observer effect is two-parted in that by observing, we change it. But how we observe, who observes also impacts the um, interaction we have. So when we work with our shadows, by simply observing them, we change them. But it's in how we observe them, how we interact with our shadows or our fears that determines how this molecule or fear responds back with us. Does it respond in integration? Or does it res- respond with more opportunities for us to integrate it? How many times have we gone through the same scenario with a different person or a different situation and feel the same way, feeling like we can't get past the same fear or the same block. That's it, right? That's usually a sign that the way we're interacting with our fear isn't conducive for integration, isn't conducive to transform the fear, right? We're really not absorbing the benefits of what this fear is trying to deliver for us. And so what happens when we become aware is we start to move from fear avoidant behavior such as people pleasing, self-sabotage, um, of uh, avoidance of our real dharma or purpose, we start to start integrating and in the process going after the things that were once fearful for us. We turn our shadow into a guardian of light, helping us in our purpose and our mission Now, as I said, it's in how we interact with them. Some of the ways that I've found have been the most powerful is journaling, right? The first step 
in interacting is meeting, is identifying. And journaling is that first step in helping us identify what shadow is working with us and in what scenario. A good example of this is I, for a long time, was working with the shadow archetype of the victim. I grew up feeling like this victim of my parents, you know, relationship. They were very young, they were toxic, but still they made an impact on me, I said. And and I used to play this victim role, this fear, as a reason for why I couldn't have healthy relationships or a productive future. I thought, I am a victim and because of all the wrongdoings that have been had with me, I must stay in my low vibration. I must stay in, in my fear. It was not until I said, I'm no longer a victim of these situations, but they have been given to me for a reason that I was able to turn my guardian of victim, I'm sorry, my shadow of victim into my guardian of light in its own unique line form. And I know I'm using a lot of concepts and words here, but I promise as we continue this conversation, this will feel like second nature. But for now, let us continue. Another way to interact with our shadow is through tapping, a practice called radical acceptance, which I'll talk more about, and through guided meditations that help you meet your shadow, your dominant shadow, the one that's working with you right now in your time. So I am really passionate about this work because this is the work that I've been going through behind the scenes. I haven't really been talking about it. And now because I'm ready to develop something that I went through so that you can get to your own unique way and version of healing, I'm creating this course, this course called Journey to Self, a six-week discovery-based course. And really my mission is to develop the knowledge, the concepts, and the specific tools to help you meet your shadows in a productive way. I even guide you to meet the exact shadow archetype that's with you in your life now. So I want to give you something now, something that I've been giving and that all along was actually working with your shadow archetype. And that is my two-part guide on clearing and meeting, hence the meeting part now. Your subconscious fears, your shadow archetype. And we may not be identifying the specific shadow archetype that's present for you in the meditation, but we are meeting it with radical acceptance, also known as or a similar practice called the micro method. So if you have not yet gotten my two-part free guide to clearing and meeting subconscious fears, please check the show notes in this podcast. Otherwise, you can go to innerwordjourneyhome.com and you can get onto this practice right away. I challenge you to commit to this practice for seven days in a row. It's a 13-minute practice. You have the time. Show up and start integrating. Start radically accepting and transforming your fear from shadow to light. I'm excited to share that in the next two episodes, I'm going to dive into each of the shadow archetypes. Next week, I'll be diving into the child and the saboteur 
The following week, I will be diving into the prostitute and the victim. And in each episode, I plan on explaining scenarios, examples of each of these shadow archetypes and how they show up in our life. And I'll be giving some practical tools and journaling prompts for how to start the integration, the transforming from shadow to light process. I hope you're as excited as I am because I'm finally getting into my teacher role, which I have absolutely missed and doing it in my new phase of life that is really focused on healing and journeying inward. I invite you to really consider Journey to Self, the six-week based program, discovery-based program. You deserve to step into a place where fear is as important as joy, happiness, and love. It is all one and the same. I've said a lot today and I hope you give yourself time, time to absorb everything like a sponge and slowly start to make note of all the things that you were presented with today take out a journal and start reflecting on what resonated what felt confusing and allow yourself to stay open and curious as we have been since the beginning it has been an absolute pleasure to spend time with you and for this i always am grateful and thankful i love you I see you and I am with you in every frustration, love, being moment and every anxious moment. I am with you always. Until next time, I love you. Bye.